A man fights viciously and she fights back harder. She was a tornado, destroying the sturdy tree that was her opponent. She pins him to the ground, the teenage boy begging for life, that she must show no mercy. She drives the knife downward and stands. Gurgling sounds are heard from the floor. A man claps. Applauding her. You have done well, my prodigy. She nods, accepting his praise. Days later, she sees him for the last time, running off into the mountains. She screams and cries, begging for her master. But people in black suits hold her back. Don't worry, my prodigy. We shall see each other again. She trusted her master and let the men take her. Samantha awoke in a hospital bed, surrounded by FBI staff. She could hear their voices echo around her, but they were muffled to a degree, and her eyes hurt too much to open. I told you, Agent Keller, we shouldn't be trusting your kids with this job, no matter how successful they are. Sure, she's not just a kid, she's 15, and she's been through more than most people in this room can deal with. And this is one time no one actually expected Wells to be as adept as she was. I don't care if you weren't expecting it, or what she's experienced. Look, we made her father a deal. We would keep her safe and alive in exchange for her letting her do her job. Sir, with all due respect, this is a healthy outlet for her to use her skills. They cannot be repressed. The leader said that right before he left. How can we let her go if we know something could happen to her? Samantha had heard enough. She groaned, Ugh. and opened her eyes. All conversation stopped. The agent steers in headlights. Samantha felt a hand go to her shoulder as the LEDs glared and blinded her temporarily. She turned to her side and a familiar face greeted her. Keller, what happened? She asked. He squeezed her shoulder as he explained that the agents found her using her tracker the one that was hidden in her coat. And by the time that they got there, she had a bad case of hypothermia and her coat was torn to shreds. Only the tracker remained. Probably by Wells. He's got a personal vendetta against me for some reason. I don't know why. Keller sighed and Director Sherman came up to her. Listen, Samantha, I don't think this will go over well with your father. I understand that you need some sort of outlet for what you went through, but... Samantha cut him off, meaning to protest and state her case, but memories of her upbringing flooded her mind and she gripped the handrail. And standing in a crowded room, pointed at her, selected her, people shoving her to the front, faces of awe and indignation, a dagger placed in her hand and an opponent against her, blood, red vision, and a dead teenage body to be sacrificed. I told you, the man said to some other people gathered around him. I told you she would never betray our family. Now, she will become the greatest prodigy we've ever seen.
Samantha screamed and the memory came to a halt. The train stopped in its tracks. Suddenly she remembered Harkwell's final warning and she leapt out of the hospital bed. Cade. Cade Frederick. He was my boyfriend until I broke up with him for obvious purposes. She was yanking cords out of her wrist at that point and grabbing her black boots. Wait, Samantha, stop, hold on, the director yelled. She kept going. Harkwell's one warned me to look after him, and I couldn't figure out why, and I kept having random, random dreams while I was out. She remembered, fading in and out of consciousness, and every time his words came back to her, Wells has a track record of killing teenagers. She had her coat on and was running out of the door. Samantha, stop! She halted, realizing she was running out of the hospital after being knocked unconscious for three days. Not so smart of a decision. Look, Wells fits the build of the leader. Wells has the motive and the only way he would know about Kate is if he knew my private life, if he knew who I was without the black coat on. Realization dawned on the director's face along with Agent Keller's. I have to go. I have to finish this. Then I'm going with you, Keller declared. Samantha shook her head. No, I have to face my past alone. The director nodded, a different and strange look on his face. One that was understanding, yet hated that he understood. Keller tossed her her belt, with her daggers locked in their sheath. She smiled and ran out the door, the wind tossing her hair around. Samantha revved the engine and flew down the street, her coat flapping behind her. <laughs>